you have your Bibles uh, with you, it will be helpful to have them open at the book of Malachi, chapter 4, and uh, we'll be looking in particular at verse 2 um, of verses 1 to 3. Uh, now this morning uh, we were looking at how uh, all things are, are ours in Christ Jesus, that we have a wonderful inheritance to look forward to. Uh, New heavens and a new earth where righteousness dwells. Um, Because all things belong to Christ, all that he has, he shares with us. Um, But we also saw that not only do all things belong to Christ, uh, all things exist for Christ. Uh, Everything that God has created Uh, He has created to show us and teach us and help us to enjoy Christ more. Uh, The heavens declare the glory of God and the earth also. And of course, Christ is the epitome of God's glory. Um, We must not live for this world because it's passing away. Uh, It will not exist forever, there is a new heavens and a new world, new earth to come. Uh, But neither should we retreat from the the creation that God has given to us. Uh, We should not be like monks in a monastery, uh, separating ourselves off from everything. Uh, God has given us this creation to enjoy and teach us and show us more of him. And because everything has been created by Christ and through Christ and for Christ and to Christ, uh, there are things to be learnt about him in all created things. And I thought this evening, um, because of the weather, it might be good to look at just one area of creation, a very important one to us, uh, the sun. And that is the explanation to the picture on the front of your sheet, and I hope it doesn't make you feel even warmer than you already are. Uh, but what has the sun to tell us about Christ? Uh, notice Malachi chapter 4, verse 2, uh, where Malachi writes, To you who fear my name, it's obviously God speaking through Malachi. To you who fear my name, the sun of righteousness shall arise with healing in his wings. Uh, Who is this sun? That's S-U-N, not S-O-N. Who is this sun of righteousness who will arise with healing in his wings? Well, we're told uh, in the New Testament. Uh, As I said, this is the last book of the Old Testament written before Christ came. Uh, But if you were to turn to Luke's Gospel and Luke chapter 1, you would find uh, a song uh, or at least a poem composed by Zacharias, who was the father of John the Baptist. And uh, Zechariah takes these words from Malachi, or at least has them in the back of his mind, when he speaks about his son John, who is just been born and he says these words in Luke chapter 1 verse 76 speaking to his newborn child and you child will be called the prophet of the highest 
For you will go before the face of the Lord to prepare his ways, to give knowledge of salvation to his people by the remission of their sins. Through the tender mercy of our God, with which the day spring from on high has visited us, visited us, to give light to those who sit in darkness and the shadow of death, to guide our feet into the way of peace. Uh, Zacharias proclaims that John the Baptist would be the one who would prepare the way of the Lord, who you may have noticed is referred to at the end of chapter 4 of Malachi, where God says, Behold, I will send you Elijah the prophet before the coming of the great and dreadful day of the Lord, and he will turn the hearts of the fathers to the children, and the hearts of the children to their fathers. And John the Baptist came in the spirit and power of Elijah. Uh, So uh, we have good reason to say that uh, in answer to the question, who is the son of righteousness who shall arise with healing in his wings? Well, it's Christ. Christ is the son of righteousness. But I think we can go further than that. Uh, We can go further than that and we can say that God has created the Son to show us something of what Christ is like. Uh, It's not that Christ is like the Son, it's that the Son is like Christ. Christ came first and God formed the Son to show us something about Christ. Uh, Christ is like the rising of the Son after hours of darkness. Uh, Christ is as dependable as the sunrise, as Lamentations tells us, and you'll see this verse on the front of your sheets. Uh, It says, through the Lord's mercies we are not consumed because his compassions fail not. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. Uh, Christ is as faithful as the sunrise. Uh, He uh, is as long-lasting more long-lasting than the sun. Psalm 72 verse 17 says, His name shall endure forever. His name shall continue as long as the sun. And men shall be blessed in him. All nations shall call him blessed. Uh, At the end of Revelation, uh, or in the book of Revelation, we're told when John, uh, the Apostle John, sees the glorified Christ, he says his face is shining like the sun at full strength. And at the end of the book of Revelation, it says that in the new heavens and the new earth, there will be no sun because the Lamb, because Christ is its light. Uh, You could say that in a sense, uh, in a kind of paradoxical way, the sun is a shadow of Christ. Um, The sun we enjoy now is just a faint picture of Christ in the new heavens and the new earth. Uh, But I just want to focus our attention now on this last chapter of Malachi uh, to see how uh, God, through Malachi, describes this son of righteousness. And as I said, he is speaking to an Israel, a nation of Israel, which is weak, uh, which is, uh, as so often Israel did, slowly drifting away from God. They're not offering the tithes that they should. They're not worshipping as they should. Uh, they're not uh, governing, the governing of the land isn't as it should be. And in many ways, they are weak and apathetic. And they are, as you, if you, could, as you could say, in the dark. Uh, but God says the son of righteousness is coming. 
And he uses three pictures at least to show us how Christ is like the Son. Uh, The first one uh, you can see uh, in verse 2, where it says, uh, I'll read the whole verse. It says, to you who fear my name, the Son of Righteousness shall arise with healing in his wings. With, uh, sorry, it says the Son of Righteousness will arise. Uh, Jesus is like the dawn. Uh, to put it simply, Jesus gives us light. Uh, the Son of Righteousness shall arise. Uh, in Genesis chapter 1, verse 14, we're told that the Son is given to us to provide light. Uh, The moon is as well, but of course the moon itself is only the reflected sunlight. Uh, And at the risk of stating the obvious, light enables us to see. Uh, Without the sun, we would be groping around in the dark. Uh, We need light if we are able to find anything. Uh, It reminds me a bit of the joke about a police officer who saw a drunken man uh, intently searching the ground near a lamppost. And the policeman asked him what he was looking for. And the drunken man replied that he was looking for his car keys. And the officer helped him for a few minutes without success. And he asked the man, are you sure that you lost your car keys near the lamppost? And the man said, oh no, I lost the keys somewhere across the street. And the policeman asked him, well, why are you looking here? And the drunken man replied, well, the light is much better here. You see the foolishness, but you see the point. We need light if we're not to walk in darkness. And if that's true physically, how much more true is it spiritually? Psalm 43 verse 3 puts it, Oh, send out your light and your truth. Let them lead me. Let them bring me to your holy hill and to your tabernacle. We desperately need guidance in life. Uh, Without Christ, we are groping in this world, not knowing which path we should take. There are many wise men. There are many wise women. There are many religions. There are many ideas in this world. But we need light to show us the way we should go. Of course, Christ told us, didn't he? He said, I am the light of the world. He who follows me will not walk in darkness, but have the light of life. So this is the first way that Christ is like the sun, or should I say the sun is like Christ. It helps us to see. It guides us on our way. It tells us truth from error. It gives us guidance into a straight path it's the first lesson the son gives us on christ but notice the second lesson Uh, it says to you who fear my name the son of righteousness shall arise with healing in his wings Uh, the second way the son is like christ is because it provides healing Uh, i did a little google on this and apparently uh, sunlight kills bacteria Uh, It reduces blood pressure, it reduces our cancer risk, and it strengthens our bones and improves sleep quality. Uh, I believe in times past, and probably still today for all I know, 
doctors would often recommend people who were convalescing to go to somewhere sunny uh, to recover. The sun is an important source of vitamin D, which keeps our teeth and our bones and our muscles healthy. Uh, We cannot be healthy for long without sunlight. But again, uh, that is true physically, uh, but we also need light in order to be healthy spiritually. Uh, Listen to Psalm 97.11. It says, light is sown for the righteous and gladness for the upright in heart. Uh, Often, um, joy and gladness in the Bible is described as the light of the eyes. Um, If our soul is to be lit up, if our soul is to be bright, we need a light to make it so. And the Bible teaches that Christ has been anointed with the oil of gladness above his fellows. You can read that in Hebrews, I think it's chapter 2. So just as the sun rejoices our hearts and gives strength to our bones, literally, so Christ does spiritually. Uh, He gives us strength, he Uh, enables us to grow and to be healthy and he gives us great joy Uh, this is the second way the son is like christ Uh, but this passage does not end there Uh, let me read verse two again Uh, to you who fear my name the son of righteousness shall arise with healings in his wing healing in his wings and you shall go out and grow fat like stall fed calves This verse says that the people will no longer be afraid. Uh, They will be secure and they will be prosperous and they will be able to go out of the store. Uh, We don't tend to go out at night, do we? Uh, One reason for that is because it's dark and we can't see so much. Another reason is because we need to sleep. Uh, But another big reason is because it's not always safe at night, is it? Uh, In the darkness, danger lurks. We can't see the danger coming. We don't know who is hiding in the shadow. We might stumble. We might miss our footing. Uh, When everything is light, danger is diminished. Uh, We can see danger coming and other people can see us to keep us safe. Uh, But in the dark, we're vulnerable. Uh, In the dark, it isn't safe. In the dark, people can hide. In the dark, we cannot see. But Christ gives us security. Uh, Not just a security of body, but a security of soul. Uh, Listen to Psalm 27. Uh, David writes, The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? Uh, David, in essence, says his soul is always bathed in light. His soul is in the keeping of Christ. Uh, Nothing of eternal harm can happen to him because Christ's eyes are always looking on him. Uh, He is completely safe in the arms of Christ. Uh, This is what... um, 
I didn't write down which psalm it was now. Um, but um, uh, you have to look it up later. But one of the psalms reads, uh, In the sky God has set a tabernacle for the sun, which is like a bridegroom coming out of his chamber, and rejoices like a strong man to run its race. Its rising is from one end of heaven, and its circuit to the other end, and there is nothing hidden from its heat. And of course we know of Christ that nothing is hidden from his gaze. Uh, If you are God's child this evening, uh, God keeps you absolutely secure. Uh, Nothing is going to happen to your soul. Uh, As Christ put it, we are in the Father's hand and nothing can pluck us from it. So we see in this one short verse, three ways that the Son is like Christ. Uh, it provides light as Christ provides light in our lives. Uh, it gives us heal- uh, the, light, the Son gives healing to our bones as Christ gives healing to our soul. And it provides, and the Son provides security uh, when we are unsafe, like Christ gives us security. Did you notice how the verse started? The verse started with, to you who fear my name, the son of righteousness is all these things. Uh, He shows us the way, he brings healing to our souls, and he provides us with security and peace if we fear him. If our trust is in him. But Christ is also like the Son, to those who don't trust in him, but not in a good way. Um, We enjoy the sun, don't we? But not too much of it. (laughs) The sun can be very uncomfortable. Uh, We've seen uh, recently how it can create fires and cause devastation and distress. But we see that Christ can also do that. Did you notice how chapter 4 started? Malachi chapter 4 verse 1 says, For behold, the day is coming, burning like an oven, and all the proud, yes, all who do wickedly will be stubble, and the day which is coming shall burn them up. You see this fourth way, that Christ is like the sun. He's a consuming fire to those who do not trust in him. Uh, to those who do trust in him, to those who run to him, he's a secure shelter. He is healing to our bones. He is a light to our path. But if you reject him, if you turn your back on him, you are in extreme danger. Because uh, one day you will meet his wrath. Uh, as Psalm 2 puts it, kiss the son, lest he be angry and you perish from the way. Um, then if you've ever seen a flower in the field, and for a while it flourishes, but before too long it fades and it withers in the sunlight. Uh, the same sun which gave it light, or which gave it life, is also the same sun which ultimately kills it in the end as it absorbs all its moisture and it withers and dies. And that's a painful picture uh, of all those who don't trust in Christ. Uh, 
God gave them life. God gives them life. They're born and they flourish for a time. But if they reject Christ, that flourishing is temporary. And one day they will wither and die and sadly, tragically, meet Christ in judgment. So you see, in the Son, we learn of both the mercy and the severity of God. Uh, We see both his faithfulness, but also his judgment. So I wonder this evening, uh, in what way is Christ going to be like the Son to you? Uh, Those watching online, uh, is Christ like the Son to you in that he is your security? He is your hope. Uh, He is the one who brings healing to your soul. He is the one who guides your path, who is the light of your life. Or is he going to be like the Son to you in that one day you will face him in judgment and the terrible words of verse 1 will be true for you? Behold, the day is coming, burning like an oven, and all the proud, yes, all who do wickedly, will be stubble, and the day which is coming shall burn them up. Uh, it's a challenge to us. Uh, it's either a challenge or it is a wonderful comfort. Well, I'm not going to keep going for much longer. I appreciate it is warm and um, it is hard to concentrate. But I trust that these thoughts are helpful to us as we reflect on how God's creation teaches us about Christ. And as we endure or enjoy the sun uh, over the rest of this summer, do not forget how it points us to him. And with those thoughts in mind, uh, we're going to sing our final hymn, number 742. Uh, 742. Through the night of doubt and sorrow, onward goes the pilgrim band, singing songs of expectation, marching to the promised land. I chose it particularly for verse 3. Uh, one, the light of God's own presence, o'er his ransom people shed, chasing far the gloom and terror, brightening all the path we tread. So we'll close by singing 742.